This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Monday and it's KGMI Connects. That means time for you to get your dialing fingers ready, get your thoughts together and give us a call here on KGMI and tell us what you're thinking What's, what's been on your mind over the weekend or maybe just through the day and give us your take on it, whatever the issue may be and lots of stuff going on. The former president said we should throw out the constitution or at least part of it. Let's see. We've got, um, Supreme court here today, not here. There's a U.S. Supreme court in Wa- the other Washington considering whether business owners should be able to deny their services to a same-sex couple or a same-sex couple getting married. And that's kind of an interesting, we heard that in the, our newscast right there, measure cons- under consideration or will be in, uh, in Olympia that would provide a basic payment of $4,000 or so to every child born into a family under the Apple Health Program, or our our Medicaid program here in Washington. Uh, So that person would be able to, once they reach adulthood, uh, while they're a teenager, couldn't you have 4,000 bucks to spend however they want? Once they reach adulthood, though, they could use it for education, buying a home, maybe establishing a small business. Is that a good idea? But uh, lots to discuss here on this Monday. 360-676-5464 is our phone number, and we hope you'll join us. And uh, getting us going today, our friend John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How was your weekend? It was very good. Went up and uh, shivered a little during the uh, Linden Parade of Lights or Lighted Parade on Saturday. But it was fun. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Got a Christmas Um, tree yesterday, put it up, put the lights on it. (laughs) Excellent. Um, yeah, what you were talking about earlier where uh, uh, the former president said, he, he didn't say set aside or, or anything. He said we should terminate all of the rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. The word terminate has one meaning. It's not set aside. It's killed. And I think now that President Trump has shown himself for what I have always known him to be, a tyrant in the wings. Okay. There's a lot of people who need to have a come-to-Jesus moment about this man who does not care about your party or the things that you care about. All he wants is power and money and more power and more money. And... You know, one of the things that they're using, Joe, that just kills me, and we talked a little bit about this last week, is this whole thing with trying to frame teachers as as somehow uh, uh, being like sexual, uh, uh, you know, provocateurs, where they're they're going to somehow talk little Timmy into changing his sex, or they're keeping a secret or something, and and people, you know, like it's. It's this ridiculous stuff. Look, it, if you really want to go after people who are grooming children for sex, you need to start with the churches where most people, where, where, where most kids get molested. How about teen and child beauty pageants, literally sexualizing children? And if, if you let your young teenage daughter have an Instagram account, you're not monitoring it. Well, physician, heal thyself. I'm, I'm just glad that people are finally waking up to Trump. He's showing us what he is, and it's not pretty. All right, John. Uh, and I don't know about uh, looking at uh, I, you know, people, groomers of, uh, of uh, child sex victims can be found in any, any area, any arena. And I don't know that uh, there have been scandals, obviously, Quite obviously and quite infamously, that have rocked uh, some churches and and uh, religious institutions. But these uh, people can once again come in any 
from any walk of life, and they are despicable and should certainly be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, little Timmy here. Hey, Timmy. Uh, hey, I wanted to, one, make a point. You know, you did have uh, those parents that seemed genuine about the children signing a form that says, well, you don't have to identify this way here if, if you do at home, and it'll be a, a confidential agreement. Now, I don't know about that. But I know that at the end of your show, you you mentioned that your brother was a teacher and that, you know, these high school girls would go in wearing baggy clothes and come, come uh-huh. more in or whatever. And I hope you weren't conflating those two issues because they're completely different things. And, John, you're right. If we look the other way, then the children will get taken advantage of in churches. We know what happened there. We know what happened in the Boy Scouts. We know what happened to the girls just there are the Olympic team and in Michigan. Uh, sports teams everywhere, just across the border, they, they just tore down. The dirt gymnasts got sexually abused as well, and they just tore down their uh, their youth hockey organization down to the bare bones because uh-huh. of what was going on. So I think if we, if now I'm not a parent, but if I was, I don't put one ounce of blame or scrutiny on these parents saying, Hey, now wait a second here. This is my child. And you don't need to be proposing things to it. And I take this seriously because over the decades, I know of five or so incidents, not, newspaper reports or something on TV. Uh, one of them, the, the furthest back, was in my high school. And if anybody can do anything, you know, that, that these children, especially the younger ones, are innocent. And to have their innocence taken away is not right. So you know what? For the guys who called yesterday saying, I'm going to protect my children, I salute you. All right, Tim. Okay. All right. Thanks for your call. Let's go on to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. Yeah, uh, Trump. So the one thing I'm wondering is how come we haven't heard an audio soundbite of him actually saying that? So far, it's just people saying that he said. So, like well, no, everything, he, agree. He tweet. He tweeted it. Well, he he socialed it, I guess, or they truth. They oh, truth, on his thing? They truth it. He truthed it. Um, yeah. Well, heaven so. forbid he have an opinion on something. <laughs> and well, he can't, I, do, any, he can't okay. do anything right now anyway. Right, right. He's pretty much useless. So this $4,000 thing, uh-huh. So uh-huh. The, the kid has to grow up, right, to be 18 or something years right. old? Right, I think 18 to 35, I think. So this is that would, kind of like... Once again, so for folks who are just tuning in, with this the, this would be the Washington Future Fund. That uh, would be a fund uh, of pool of money uh, where kids born under the uh, state Medicaid program would then uh, they would be enrolled in this, and then when they turned adult, they could uh, get up to for four thousand bucks or something like that. Isn't that like buying somebody a steak dinner for graduating? What's four thousand bucks going to be in twenty years, Joe? A nothing burger. It's, it sounds good, but it's stupid. It's like, what what does $4,000 even buy you now? A decent used car? Or not even. Not even a decent used car. So they, you have these ideas that sound good. I think it's to get votes or something. And, just, and I'm sure there's exceptions. That's up to, so it could be less. And I hear that stuff, and I just chuckle. And I think, that'll never happen. Kind of like the CARES Fund, where you can withdraw $36,000 maximum in your lifetime starting six years from now which will get you exactly eight months of long-term care, yet it's going to be ducted off everyone's paychecks in the state from now till kingdom come. You know, it's just... Well, now, that's the, that, that program has been mischaracterized. I've, I've talked to a lot of people about the WACARES Fund, and yes, it's 36 some thousand dollars I think that might total. go up eventually. But what it's aimed at, it's not aimed at paying for your being in if you have to go to a nursing home, which is fantastically so what, expensive. It's it's aimed at keeping people in their homes longer. It's it's a, a smaller pool of money, obviously, but it doesn't cost the same to say have 
help coming into the home to keep, you know, help with meals or to help with someone, you know, cl- so you know keeping house or stuff. cleaning themselves or, or making sure their medications are right. And just, just that basic kind of help that someone could use in the home. And what does that cost? Fifteen hundred, two grand a month? I don't think it's anywhere near that, but I, I don't know personally. What can you, I'm sure it's at least a thousand a month to have somebody come to your house every day for a certain length of time, right? It's going to be. So maybe you get a couple years out of it. But in the meantime, we all pay the tax. And like with anything, every dollar collected, how much actually goes to what they say? And is there a pool? Like you're saying this $4,000 thing with the kids for the Apple Health, Medicaid, whatever. You always say how there's this fund, and I don't think there ever is. Do they actually have a fund or just go in the general fund, just another tax? That's uh, let's I have see. At least the story, and this is pretty bare, our bare bones story. But um, let's see. Uh, and I, I've got a longer version of the story from the Associated Press. But uh, initially, there would be an investment from the general fund um, to kickstart it, or yeah, whatever you want to call so. it. And I, but I, you see, it's. And I don't think the proposal is all completely hashed out. That, that's what. So far, the legislature has created a committee that is looking at how to create this. So, it's, so that's sort of like our new tax for child care here, where they don't even really know how they're going to spend the money, but yet they're levering a tax for it. When you, you know, the story comes over the air, it's like, oh, we're going to use it for daycare, and we're going to use it for uh, inequities, and I think they even said stuff about tribal stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty broad. You know, it's just... They say sell it as this one good thing to invest in childcare, but we're going to end up with government running every aspect of our life. And at some point, they're going to buy you toilet paper because okay. it's greener or better. I mean, it just keeps going that way. I mean, it all has good intentions. All these things sound good, but in practicality, they don't work because government's not able to do everything as efficiently as private business. Imagine if government controlled food. What would food cost in the store? If the farm was the government well, but, and the store was run by the government, can you imagine what a disaster that would be? Well, oh. that's, you know, and that brings up an interesting point because, you know, we – and just on, on that basic issue of what government can do, uh, when – and we've – you know, I've had some of these uh, folks, advocates for the homeless on this show here. And they've talked – they say that, you know, the government should be doing more. They should be doing more. They should be doing more. And, yeah, but there's a limit. There should be a well, limit. Well, and what uh, – Bellingham City Council member Michael Lilliquist made the point and very well taken, I think, that um, the government, you know, the city can't it's it's not it's not um, an entity that will that will run a program like this. It can fund something like that. And like with this child care initiative, the county now right. will have the funds to turn around and fund different programs through these nonprofits that that run these like Head Start programs uh, for right. uh, and and early child care or could help, you know, administer money to But it's the cost to, to everyday help. people. This sure, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm, but I'm just saying that this, the government can't run these programs, can't hire the people, have the facilities, do all that. Well, but they it regulate can, it, so it's the same difference. They're making things difficult and hoops to jump through for an industry. You well, know, to make it, when you could have I been, think, you just kept think, the money in your I, pocket and not worried about it and take care of your own kid, right? If you had well, yeah, more money, you could do that. I guess the idea is that not everybody does or can do that, take care of their kid. I mean, if they don't well, have the money. It, so, well, I, that's because of because situations in our economy and the cost of living. And, you know, it's an expensive place to live here. Oh, yeah. So it's, all right. We try to fix it on that end. All right. Have a good day, Joe. All right, Rich. Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. We'll take a quick break. Be back with two minutes, and we'll uh, hear from Daniel. We'll hear from Jim, and we want to hear from you, too. 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. 
Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. Ready or not, the holidays are upon us. Wilson's can help. Living room, dining, bedroom, any room in your house can be made ready for the holidays. Wilson's Furniture opens seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Have a happy and safe holiday season from everyone at Wilson's Furniture. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonix. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Tired of slinging french fries and want to work in a company with a future? CHS Northwest has openings for a few great people. Enjoy a higher minimum wage, great benefits, a team environment, and room for growth with a successful company. For all the details, check out chsnw.com employment. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday, and we go right back to the phones. Daniel in Bellingham's been holding on. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. What's on your mind today? Well, I'd just like to wish uh, KGMI and your families uh, a very nice holiday wish. And, um I I I, uh, I took a ride today up at the University of Washington uh, over at the uh, you know the university we have here uh-huh. a bus ride, and I was really surprised about how many of those young people look very depressed. I mean, they don't look happy. They you know they're they're in a slumber. It seems like um, they're always in a hurry to go nowhere and. I think that they're starting to realize, you know, and Rich hit on this in a lot of ways, Richard Ferndale, uh-huh. uh, you know, about kind of like, well, what's going to be like in 10 years and five years and 20 years? And I think these uh, kids, you know, in school starting to realize that digital life is kind of taking over a lot of things. And where's the jobs going to be? Is it going to be in the military? Who wants to go in the military? Nobody wants to go in the military unless there's a war, right? So what would you go in the military for? I mean, I think they're starting to wake up a little bit. You know, uh, what do you think about that? Well, I, I, I think young people definitely have a lot of questions about the future and concerns and worries. I, um, I, I, I think, though, they're pretty much connected digitally. I don't know if they're ready to walk away from that yet, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, well, yeah. how, how is that going to support them? I mean, you know, in 20 years when everything's digital, how is that going to support them? I think, you know, I think they're waking up to the fact that they're, they're learning things that may not be, uh, let's say, up to date in 10 or 20 years. And, um, you know, I, I think they got questions in their mind about this, this debt forgiveness, about, you know, their tuition being forgiven. And... Um, you know, and Joe the plumber and John the electrician will pay for that. But I, I think they're starting to see what's happening to other people. And I think they're they're realizing, hey, you know, this could happen to us real easy. I'm telling you, I didn't see one happy kid on that bus, and there was a couple thousand of them, I think. Hmm. You know, and it's, uh, well, you know, just I'm exaggerating a little bit, but <laughs> still, you go you, you go up there, you know, through the campus and take a bus ride and um, see how many people are smiling and are talking to each other. Okay. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's like the canary in the coal mine. You know, you, you've heard of that story, right, with the miners and oh, everything. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out for these kids. My, my prayers goes out for these kids, man. And, um, you know, we're just uh, we're doing a turnaround in this world like the world's never seen before. And um, it's going to be very, very difficult for young people especially to adapt. All right, Daniel. Well, I, I got to hope that they will, but I appreciate your call. Appreciate your thoughts. And maybe, and I'm just being a little bit facetious here, but maybe just with the cold weather, it's hard for them to, to eke out a smile. But uh, thanks, Daniel. Let's go to uh, Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. 
Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? Oh, not bad. Uh, I did hear what Rich said about, I heard this many times, uh, um, say that uh, the business community can do things better than the uh, federal government or any government. There is a, just a survey that I listened to on Michael Parenti, and he pointed out the exact opposite is true, that Social Security administrative costs are 1%, whereas private pensions are 13% to manage the, the money. And in uh, Medicare, it's 3% uh, government uh, overhead and 26% cost uh, to the consumer in the um, uh, private market, you know, like United Healthcare or whatever. Uh, so that's why one of the reasons why I am a socialist or something close to, because uh, what I've been dealing with the last few days listening to Michael Franti and others is that there's kind of um, uh, not that easy to construct a pure socialist system. Uh, the ones that existed were usually always under siege, and whether they, they did succeed in many things, but they also failed in things, and that's so uh, we can call it a process. So uh, that's what Mike, Michael Perning says. Many percent of Marxism is a theory about capitalism, not so much a program for you know, socialism. Capitalism will create things or destroy things. It will create jobs or destroy jobs. Maximum profit will use environment as a septic tank. And, you know, uh, people say nothing that Firestone built plant on a mill river and dumping raw industrial pollutants into it. So it's rational for capitalists to do this, to pollute our environment because they make money off it. And it's also rational for them to pay the lowest wage because that makes them more profit. And, you know, now we've got this skewed position here where uh, but, three people yeah. own uh, more than the bottom half uh, of the country. And so, But then there's the assumption being made that because that might seem rational that all capitalists, and I'm just playing devil's advocate with you here, but that all capitalists then take that route where if you look at, there are examples where, many capitalists. I mean, I'll just use Costco. The founder of Costco said, no, I'm not going to do that. I want to pay my workers a, a good wage and I want to give them good benefits and I want to give the consumers that, that, you know, join my club here, um, the good value. And it's been a very positive experience for many. And I, I, I see what you're saying, and that's always a concern that the you know that there be the cheapest way out will be taken, but not everybody in the capitalist system takes that route. You know what I mean? But uh, it's also true um, that uh, Biden has has been trying to draw the chip industry back to the United States, and he went on a speech for that. And mm -hmm. if you read the counterpunch press, Jeffrey St. Clair and people like him are. They don't really, they know his background to the point where he probably won't follow through to the extent it looks like he's going to. But even if they do hire some of these new manufacturing jobs, it's it's kind of like what, uh, that's another kind of Marxian term. It's called the labor aristocracy. It means that, you know, it's just a certain uh, uh, contained group, not the broad masses that are getting these uh, $100,000, $120,000, $140,000 uh, blue-collar jobs. It's still going to be McDonald's getting $15 an hour for the and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we always have to remember that the employers can always raise their prices. So I don't know uh, how many of these jobs will be created, and we'll have to wait and find out. I do suspect that the coming tensions with uh, China are very serious. It's an economic competition, and it turns into war. And uh, that's one thing okay. people have to realize. And uh, so are they going to be able to make chips and send them over to us or with, if we're belligerent with them? And that's one reason why I think they're going to be uh, possibly reindustrializing the United States to a certain degree. But okay. you'll still have the pollution effects and so on and so forth that I just mentioned. So, All right, Jim. Uh, Pretty... thanks, thanks for letting me talk. Anyway. Thanks for your thoughts. And we'll take a quick break. We got other folks on the line. We'll get to you in just two minutes here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. 
in the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Bellingham Athletic Club knows fitness and understands what it takes to maintain an active lifestyle. They've been the leader in fitness for Whatcom County since 1975. If you're looking for a motivating atmosphere, BAC is the place to be. And now is the time to join. Give yourself the gift of fitness this holiday season because you're worth it. Stop by and see them. You'll be glad you did. Bellingham Athletic Club, where healthy isn't just a goal, it's a way of life. Located at 4191 Meridian and at BellinghamAthleticClub.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday, and we go right back to the phones. Jim over on San Juan Island joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, taking my call. I wanted to say thank you and congratulations for pushing back on uh, what John said about uh, the churches and child molestation. Uh, man, it is every it is everywhere. Yeah. It's like lurking in all businesses and all relationships. And uh, I'm glad I can agree with uh, some folks on my uh, on the left that uh, there is such a thing as evil because I think it's just plain evil. And uh, you know, there's there's too much of it, and we need to be on guard all the time. I hate to say it. I mean, I like kids, but I'm like a 63 year old. Uh, man, which probably puts me in a dangerous-looking category, I guess. And, I, you know, I just think, well, I, I don't want to be friendly with kids because I don't want anybody thinking. I mean, it's just a shame what our culture has done and, and how we're uh, people are preying on children. I, I don't know what to do about it. Well, uh, you know, I think we can just be diligent, protect our kids as well as we can, and um, do what we can to protect kids that are in a vulnerable situation, for sure. But, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, as far as churches go, Jesus said uh, it would be better to, for someone to have a millstone tied around their neck than, and be thrown into the sea than, than to harm one of these little ones. So to a true practicing Christian, if they're sincere about it, they should be the last people to ever—I mean, if they started having thoughts that way, you know, they should go straight to counseling. And, you yeah. know, I mean, mm-hmm. I used to— uh, you know, there's nothing uh, I can figure out that's more horrifying than having a millstone tied around your neck and then being uh, thrown overboard. I mean, yeah. that, that would have to be just the worst way to die. So as far as the Trump thing goes, man, did he sure step in it. You know, he, I think he said the wrong thing for the for the last time. I'm almost kind of glad about it. Uh, you know, he, he took a real beating. They, You know, when he got elected or when he ran, they all got the long knives out and he got persecuted with this Russia hoax for— Two years, and then, uh, you know, they sat, everybody, except Fox and a couple others, sat on the Hunter Biden laptop, which probably would have changed the election. So I can't, I can't blame him for being ticked off, or, but he, he, uh, he didn't have the best uh, communication skills by mentioning it about the Constitution. You know, that's, that's, a, hot, that's a hot topic there that mm. you shouldn't have touched that. Yeah, that's kind of that's really the third rail there, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, 
Okay. All right, Jim. That's all That's all I got. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Thanks. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Um, I guess I have a different impression when I go through campus. I often go through campus on my bike, and I and then I'm also in, you know, I see clerks and waiters and so forth in downtown Bellingham. A lot are students, and they seem cheerful and, and happy to okay. me. Okay, all right. So for the, for the most part, you know, uh, I was also thinking, um, but not everybody, but I just think that the cup can be half full or half empty, I guess, the glass. Uh-huh. But I, inflation kind of interests me, too, because there's a, um, I think people start to complain about inflation when um, prices in the grocery store or restaurant meals go, go up. The, but we've had inflation for a long time in the housing sector, and, and that sometimes gets figured in, but not as much in their inflation figures, they don't weigh it as not, uh, as much right, as they yeah. could, at least. But, uh, you know, inflation ultimately, some of that comes from uh, creating too much money because we, you know, to keep the government going, people want low taxes and then they always want their veterans benefits. And when Bush was president, they were spending all this money on the wars and the military and uh, Medicare, you know, and all of that, which I'll admit I get Medicare. And now because I'm a senior citizen, it's a good program, but you can't have it all. And we, we create some money to, to patch the budget. And then there's more money in circulation. And, and for many years, for several decades, at least under both Democrats and Republicans, um, I think the inflation existed, but it was mostly in the housing sector. You, you know, you get the hot housing market and the house values are going up. Mm-hmm. So, or they were going up at least. And then you have the bubble bursting in 2008 and then it started to go up again. And other things don't go up as much. So overall, you know, the overall inflation rate has been deceptively low because in some ways compared to the 1960s we're in the lap of abundance like there's a lot of inexpensive goods and services out there and you can buy a lot of cheap products especially electronics and stuff like that and we're used to all these low prices but uh, certain things like health care and the cost of housing and College tuition, those are three big ones that have really gone up in price. And uh, they talk about interest rates going up. I think the main lever that um, the Federal Reserve has to try and cool inflation is, is raising interest rates and cutting back on the money supply. And the main thing that does is, is cool the housing market. Yeah, but it, it might make it harder to build housing too, because because yeah. <laughs> then construction slows down. Well, what I understand too, as little as I can understand all these this, these issues of high finance, but when they raise interest rates, it raises the the cost of the of money that banks loan to each other in a short period. So banks increase their interest rates that they might charge to businesses, and so businesses tend to cut back then on what they're buying on credit to put on their shelves or to stock their, their warehouse, you know, warehouses or what have you. And then, so it's just kind of a a chain effect of um, just cooling the economy, reducing economic activity. And then the idea is that that will help to bring down the the cost of, of the goods, I guess, ultimately, but yeah, it, um, then you run the risk too of causing if they push too hard to, to cause a crash in, in the housing market, for instance, if yeah, the interest rates cra- go too high. And- recession comes back too because uh, a lot of times it's a trade-off. We can't have it all. Mm-hmm. You know, we want a robust economy and all of that, but at the same time, there the price of that may be inflation. But I think. Uh, the house, if they cool the housing market, the part of the problem is that existing assets go up in value too much. A house that's already built will go up in value too much. And if you low, raise interest 
interest rates, that'll cool. the. And then other assets are things like stocks or corporations buying each other and all of that mm-hmm. has to do with, with just too much easy money. But it's a little harder you know, to try and control the economy that way because that's the tool the Federal Reserve has. Mm-hmm. But the other things have to do with the supply chain, and ultimately it's all interconnected. So it's sort of like trying to steer uh, a car with just a little one lever, but it's a big thing. And there's a lot of factors in there like supply and demand. Mm-hmm. But what happens, you know, eventually when housing gets too expensive and certain things go up, college tuition or whatever, then people want more money on their wages. And when wages go up, then a lot of businesses will will pass that price on to the consumer at some point. The, the Dam breaks and restaurant meals go up. (laughs) Yeah, uh huh, exactly. (laughs) And and that's when people notice it and start complaining about. But it's kind of like the pressure was building for decades. But now you know you see these other prices going up. But I think when the wages are higher, you know, if you push us in the recession, then people will be complaining about that. So one thing that's a bottom line, I guess. People never stop complaining. <laughs> well, I think you're right there. Thanks, Robert. Uh, that's true. Uh, uh, let's uh, our phone number three six zero six seven six five four six four. Let's go to Rod in Linden. Hi, Rod. Hi, Joe. How are you? Doing well. Hey, I I did a little calling around today. I I heard something on the radio. It was a Starbucks uh, thing on the union, and they were saying that uh, Starbucks is refusing to properly supply their. Uh, their stores, their union stores. And I did some calling around. I called one of them and I asked them what they were refusing to supply. And they they mentioned a few things. So I, I called around to other stores uh, that aren't unionized and asked them what they weren't getting. Well, it happened to be all the same things that the union stores aren't getting. Hmm. And, and for them to say that, they're, that uh, Starbucks is refusing to supply their stores because they're unionized, that's uh, that's not true. That's that's real deceitful, and uh, and it's a supply limit uh, supply issue that they're having across the nation. Well, they have multiple products that they can't supply to all the stores, yeah, and which, it's not just unions. It's, well, and it wouldn't make sense for them because they're still carrying the Starbucks brand, and sure. to have people go there and say, "Hey, I can't get what I want here," they say they don't have it, and then go to another store and they've got it. I mean, what's going on here? It's, it would just yeah, be damaging just, I, to their brand. I, I, yeah, I just I just felt that was real deceitful in that ad that they were okay. putting out. All yeah. right. Okay, Joe. All right, Rod, thanks for your call. Take care. You All too. Right, bye-bye. We'll take a quick break, be back with more. We want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. We'll talk about just about anything here on KGMI Connects, and we're happy to do it. 360-676-5464. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples, and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. The Ferndale Downtown Association is investing in both its history and its future by preserving and enhancing the history of downtown, fostering a vibrant community, and attracting quality businesses for Ferndale shoppers. Become a member and help increase the sustainability of Ferndale's local economy like these businesses. Flow Motion, an award-winning yoga sanctuary and healing spa, pioneering infrared hot yoga and salt halo therapy, as well as aerial yoga, massage therapy, and unique self-care treatments for total mind and body restoration. Flow Motion, located on 1920 Main Street, 
in the Carnation Building. Fringe is the best, worst, and only brewery in Ferndale. Enjoy your favorite brew at Fringe. Family and dog friendly with rotating food trucks. Fringe is located at 56 43rd Avenue. The Ferndale Downtown Association annual membership is just $100 for large businesses, $50 for small businesses, and $30 for an individual. Join today and play a role in making downtown Ferndale a flourishing place to live and do business. Purchase your membership online at FerndaleDowntown.com. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we go right back to the phones. And the Rambler joins us. The Rambler up in Custer. Hey, Rambler. Well, that means people got a call. I guess that's my job. I got to tell you, I like Jim. I really do. But when here's one of the realities. The 3% that Medicare does and stuff, they don't do it on their own. They contract through all those United Healthcare's and stuff. That's what I'm on. I'm going to United Healthcare next year instead of Molina. But, they, but that's the deal. And see how it always works is they have to make X amount of money. The government says they're only going to give this much, so they have to charge other people. That charge. It drives everybody's rates up. That's unfortunately the way it works. And now, you what know, are you what, you're saying? No, no, no. The Medicare does not charge other insurance companies. They no, but they contract through them. So when he's talking, they, they only do the three percent overhead. That's the government side. And when the, right, and then the the insurance companies will jack up everybody's rates. Now, if you want to pay the most, you can pay. Don't have insurance because when you go to the hospital or something, oh, now yeah. they got to make you pay enough to make up for the money they're losing on this and that. And they don't, you know, it's not like they can uh, be like Fred Meyer and have loss leaders and stuff get people through the door. It's kind of oh, like right. you know, oh, yeah. and you know, that's the other thing. You know, when they they tried to sell it, you know, in way back, yeah, Obama said, "Oh, the the Constitution is so limiting and stuff." It, 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 presidents. I don't know, Ben. There's something about them. They just, you know, it's like they get closer. It's like, I could do so much good if everybody just get out of my way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, back when I started, you know, you could go to your doctor if you had broke your bone or something like that. They x-rayed you there. And the big sell on, on Hillary Care and Obamacare was, well, we can get rid of that. People can't don't need to go to the emergency rooms. Well, I'm on the. Where do you go here in Whatcom County? Your your doctor doesn't have an X-ray machine. He said to do the emergency room. When when I started out, and I will admit, it was more than a decade ago. But when I was working, it it seemed you know just a great idea to me to get that insurance for fifty dollars a month. Now that's probably about four hundred now. But every time the government's got involved, it just is. You know, I'm not sure I can afford them helping me much more. Well, I don't know where to kind of start with all this. I mean, I'm I'm an ad, I'm an advocate of everybody, like you say. The the where you're going to pay the most is if you don't have health insurance, and if you but uh, unless you declare bankruptcy or you basically are indigent or you can't pay your bills, so then somebody else and but then somebody else pays ends up paying your bill. Bankruptcy that was back. Uh, oh my goodness, it was. Insane, but you know, hey, that's life. You know, we all got through it. I mean, right. my my goodness, uh, you know, COVID was going to kill us all, and <laughs> I think we're pretty much past it. But you know, well, pretty much. But it's want, still if around. Want to take a shot every month or two? I think people should be allowed to do that, even if it's a placebo. If it makes them feel better, then maybe they'll just live through it anyway. Uh, okay. Never, never deny the power of the human mind, or especially prayer. Let me tell you, I have seen miracles in my life. I know you're not a Christian. 
people that don't see miracles just don't watch. Anyway, uh, all right. sure you have another caller by now. Have a great day, sir. Thanks, Rambler. Appreciate it. And, uh, the, uh, you know, that would just... Okay. Uh, well, well, we don't need to, I guess, get into a, a an Obamacare debate here. Or, but uh, once again, I I think that um, efforts to get as many Americans' health insurance coverage as possible, I th- I think it makes sense. And uh, we had what thirty million people without health insurance before Obamacare, and that's been whittled down quite. Uh, quite drastically there are still people that don't have health insurance but if you don't have health insurance it's um it's it's costly not just for the person without the insurance but for all of us because uh, ultimately the bills have to be paid they're they're borne by by everyone if uh, the the person who received the care can't pay but we'll take a quick break be back with more we want to hear from you 360-676-5464 we got we'll have some time to take your calls Hello folks, are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. In the shop, chip shortages, any components, the semiconductors cause new vehicles not to be able to be produced. U.S. car production fell 23% in 2020. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. He was in having his oil change at the dealer, and they offered him more than he paid for the thing. 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. This is Russ at Linden Manor Assisted Living. While the world has changed, the needs of our seniors have not. At Linden Manor, we offer independent and assisted living, as well as memory care. It's your private apartment. You don't live at our work, we work in your home. We have 24-hour nursing staff, weekly housekeeping, three daily meals, on-site beauty salon, and activities to keep both mind and body young. Find value in community living. Visit our website at lindenmanor.com or call Janet for more information. No matter what kind of work you do, whether it sounds like this, like this, or even like this, if you have a work injury affecting your performance, Capstone Physical Therapy can help. Capstone Physical Therapy's Return to Work program will get you back to work and back to the activities you enjoy most. The Capstone team of expert physical and occupational therapists will take the time to learn about your injury and your job. They'll create a treatment plan specifically for you that includes evidence-based therapy proven to work. Capstone's LNI-approved Return to Work program is the first of its kind in Whatcom County. With Capstone, you'll perform work-specific rehabilitation activities that focus on getting you back to work and enjoying life. Even if you've tried physical therapy before, not all physical therapy is the same. Discover what sets Capstone apart. Get back to work and back to life with Capstone Physical Therapy. Learn more at CapstonePT.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday afternoon. Let's go right back to the phones. Eric in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Eric. Hey, Joe. Two things real quick. I don't know that that child care thing, you know, giving the kids $4,000 or whatever. I'm not uh-huh. so sure that's a great idea. And okay. why is it just those kids they're talking about? Why not everybody? Or raise the income level? Or I don't know. But anyway. Okay. Not sure how that's going to work out. And then I can tell you how to fix the health care problem and the health insurance problem. But okay. it will never happen. I think the latest report I heard a while back was, what is it, like two-thirds or half or three-quarters of the American population is obese or nearly obese or pre-diabetic or something. Do you hear any numbers like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like, definitely they're very high. <laughs> so you just convince everybody to quit eating garbage and do a little exercise so we'll be healthier. You won't need to go to the doctor and get however many surgeries and bypasses and 
cancer yeah. treatment, the other garbage that we need and prescriptions and everything else, but it yeah. never happens. Well, I don't know because you know it seems that we spend a lot of um, uh, you know resources in trying to get people to do that, and and I, I we're probably successful to one degree or another, but there are a lot of temptations out there, I guess, and we're weak creatures. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think there, I think people don't know. There's a lot of people don't know. Just don't. They're ignorant. They don't understand. It. At least that's what I think. I mean you. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be eating the stuff. But what do I know? Well, all right, Joe. All right, Eric. On to, appreciate you know, it. Take care. You too. Right. Have a great evening. And I and on Eric's right. I think if we were healthier, uh, we wouldn't need the the health care that that so much of it that that we seek out and and uh, would require. But um, we are there's there there are a lot of temptations, and I think most of us are busy and. You get home, you're tired, you've had a long day of work, and I'm not putting this uh, the blame on on our you know our our work, but for many of us, they just don't have the energy, or if you've got other you know other um, uh, commitments and things you have to do. You've got to get the kids here and there and everywhere, and and then to try to eat healthy and take something healthy to work to eat for lunch and have a healthy dinner and, you know, get up in the morning and have a healthy breakfast. It's, they're all challenges. And we're, we're faced with all these conveniences of, Hey, here he is. Here's his dinner in a box or you know, it goes back to the old TV dinners. They're not as much of a thing anymore, but I think you can still buy them. Can you? I'm a little, I don't know if they come in a tinfoil tray anymore. They probably come in a, in a, uh, some sort of thing that's microwavable, but um, they're still available. And, uh, and and just other stuff like that, processed food, and um, that's just it's easy to fall in that rut. It's just handy and quick and satisfying. A lot of salt and fat and stuff that's not good for you in there, but it tastes good. It's it's, it's sort of a losing battle, it seems like. But that's what we that's what we're fighting. I remember we used to have in the house. My my dad put up a little thing. We're fighting the losing battle, <laughs> which is. Anyway, I think you get it. But uh, thanks to everybody who joined us today, and um, we'll continue our conversation tomorrow. And I've got some ideas of what we can discuss, and I'm hoping you do too. I'll be expecting your call and your your ideas and your opinions, that's for sure. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Take care.